Hi, welcome to Gardening, a careers podcast you should listen to if you want to grow your career online and offline. Hi, my name is Mei Ping, and I'm a professional career coach and international speaker with more than a decade of experience at some of the biggest companies in the world. To learn more about what I do, visit meiping.com. That's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G.com. All right, let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my first ever LinkedIn Live. Hi, this is now Mei Ping, and for those of you guys who don't know me, hi, I'm a professional career coach with lots and lots of experience in the corporate world. So. Appreciate everybody who is um, that, uh, tuning in and watching my first ever LinkedIn LinkedIn live. Um, it's been very exciting to actually get access to to do this live chat, and um, really happy to be one of the first few people in Malaysia to get it. I think so. Hi, so wherever you are in the world, darling, in good morning, afternoon, and evening to you. Do say hi in the chat box so that I know that you guys are tuning in. All right. So how this little live chat is going to work is this. So as you guys know, I do publish a lot of content on LinkedIn, a lot of career tips, personal growth tips, and basically stuff around the corporate world, right? So what actually happens, like very practical um, knowledge and tips as to how to navigate the corporate world. So how this is pretty much going to work is um, every Tuesday from this week onwards, every Tuesday, um, I will pick maybe one or two um, from one of my, my more, I guess, trending posts because I post quite often. And based on the conversations that I've seen, I'm probably going to pick a few and just to share a little bit more about, I guess, what inspired me to write the post and maybe just to give you guys a little bit more context and um, examples. So hi, everyone, for joining. I really appreciate you guys um, dialing in today. Hey. Hey. Um, all right. So after you know, upon sharing, and it's going to be very free, free flow, right? Because I'm not really a person who believes in scripts. It's going to be very free flow. Um, if you guys have any questions, you can um, always feel free to put into the live chat. So I'll answer as I go along. I'm actually seeing a very interesting comment. So hi, drop by to see my boss, Mei Ping. So this is probably one of my ex-team members, right? Who is viewing. We will have that conversation later on. Okay, so, um, so hi, everyone. Um, so the past seven days, I actually issued I posted quite a number of posts, and I think there were two posts that um, I thought resonated with a lot of people, a lot of my connections, and they are actually around personality types. So in terms of like whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, I think that post kind of garnered a lot of conversation. Um, quite a number of people identified themselves as ambiverts. Obviously, some people are a little bit more sure, introverts or extroverts. But what I found quite interesting is that people don't realize how personalities can actually affect their job in terms of like how well they can do and the way that they, they communicate, the way that they articulate, the way that they pretty much present themselves. A lot of it is actually driven by um, their personality type. So one thing I did notice is that I think it's just the general lack of self-awareness. And I guess it's not anybody's fault, right? Because if it's like it's your situation. It's not so easy to identify um, the gaps, gaps for lack of a better word, um, in terms of like how you can actually improve. So recently, I've also been doing quite a number of interview coachings. So I've been giving a lot of feedback as well. And again, you know, I think it's down to the the lack of self awareness and particularly communication style. So 
doesn't matter, you know, if you're a job seeker, you still need to communicate your value across, right? Whether it's in your resume or even during the interview. And if you are working, even more important to demonstrate that you could actually do your work, your boss understands you and all these other things. So that's, I think, some of the common themes that I saw um, over the past seven days. There was also this other video that um, I did was a more around the top three problems in the workplace. So that one, there were quite a number of conversations around that. And I received so many DMs about people, people complaining about their bosses and their team members and all those other things. So what I will do is that um, I'll just do a very quick share screen right now so that um, you guys know which post I'm talking about. So if you'd like to share some opinion, you can feel free to do so. Um, yeah, but I just wanted to to bring that up very quickly. So if you guys can see my my screen, uh, let me know if you guys can hear me clearly. Let me know also. All right, so this was pretty much a video that I did um, on Wednesday. So on Wednesdays, I had this video Wednesday thing going on uh, where I talk about the top three problems you will face at work. So I received a lot of um, lot of comments, and I think quite a number of people felt that it was quite mind-blowing i guess is the word because it's easy to complain when you have problems at work but it's not so easy to really identify what is the root cause of the problem isn't it so um i was telling one of my clients yesterday i said like you know you could every friday you could go drinking but you you don't actually drink your problems away right so the better way is to first then identify what are the root causes of the problems that you face at work and based on this video i pretty much shared the top three problems which is around different priorities personality um, clashes as well as expectation misalignment and this is something that i think happens to each and every person and if you have been working for some time and you are currently looking for a job maybe you should ask yourself right how many of this workplace do you feel, uh, work workplace problems? Do you feel like that's pretty much happening right now? And actually, what what pushed you out of the role, pretty much? So, I think that's like some of the um, problems that a lot of uh, job seekers I see do not take that time to then figure out. Okay, actually, what were the problems in the previous job that didn't quite work out, so that they don't. Um, they don't repeat it right in the next job. And I think that's like one of the, the biggest, biggest problems because a new job is not always the answer. And I know this is an unpopular opinion, but a new job is, to be honest, not always, always the answer. Um, sometimes it's about fixing your existing situation and kind of like learning how to navigate in particular personalities at the workplace. So be it your boss, your colleagues, um you know stakeholders you know clients and so forth because it doesn't matter which job you go to right at the end of the day you still need to deal with people and dealing with people apparently is a skill that i i think it's not really well taught um some people tell me that oh you know i just need to if i want to improve my communication skills i need to join toastmasters so let me tell you that that is absolutely not true um, recently, I've been working with a lot of clients, a few of a few clients who also had Toastmasters background, but also struggle doing interviews. They also struggle um, conveying their, you know, performance results and KPIs and all these other things. So I think it's the subtlety of like the way that you actually express yourself in corporate um, 
noticing that a lot of my connections are also in the corporate world. So I think, um, I think learning communication, not communication as a concept, but how to actually communicate with different personalities will really give you an edge in the working world. So one of the questions I got asked a lot is that, oh, Ping, is this something that um, I can start preparing when I'm a student? I say best if you start preparing when you're a student, right? When you are at work, you have the additional pressure of trying to meet your KPIs at the same time trying to develop these skills that maybe you could have developed earlier and learning how to deal with different kinds of personalities. So in the workplace, sometimes, you know, it's not very clear cut. And when you have a lot of work, a lot of deliverables, it almost feels like you are alone, right? Um, we not to say that, you know, you never walk alone, those kind of stuff. Um, to a certain extent, of course, every single one of us should take responsibility on our work, how well we do, how well we communicate, and how well we work with other people. But I think recognizing the fact that Every single person, you, your colleague, your boss, your um, stakeholder, your client, every single person has a different priority. So it's down to you, the fact that do you understand what your priorities are and what the other person's priority is? It, this concept sounds really simple, really, really simple. But a lot of people that I talk to, not just clients, but network and just generally, and even in my um, in my former workplaces, or I've worked for many, many years, um, I've noticed that, you know, when, when somebody is busy, they tend to just think of themselves, but they never really think about how is my work going to impact somebody else? What do I think this other person's priority is and how, we, how can we actually work together? So creating win-win relationships is something that I teach in my classes as well as with my one-on-one -on -one clients. And I find that this is, this is really like the most powerful concept that people don't understand. Creating win-win relationships. Are you creating win-win relationships at work? So I'm not sure what, I, I see quite a lot of comments in my screen. I don't know what level you guys are at your current workplace, but actually it doesn't matter. Junior or senior, win-win relationships is an absolute must. If you don't have the ability to build partnerships, with somebody else, to collaborate with somebody else to achieve the same goal, you will never ever be successful because the other person will always feel like they have to help you because of your title, because of the da 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 da, rather than understanding the fact that we are in it together, right? It sounds really, really cliche, but it's absolutely true. And I think it's a concept that a lot of people don't understand. So, I've been working with very junior clients. I've also worked with director level and it's, it's actually um, quite common, un unfortunately. Um, yeah, so one thing I always advocate is that um, understanding personality types, because if you don't even understand a person's personality, then additional work, additional deadline, additional the problems will just like snowball because if you have a small thing, you can't communicate well, this problem is gonna be a bigger thing. And then it becomes even more difficult to communicate, even more difficult to influence and, you know, explain maybe to your boss or whoever what is actually going on. And it turns into like a massive snowball. In the end, you just feel like, oh, I really hate this. I need to go and get a job. So as I was saying earlier, you know what? A job, a new job is not always the answer. Um, 
it is at a certain uh, for certain instances, but not always the answer. I think learning how to deal with existing problems at work, um, deal with existing the existing people at work, will help your career grow in a much much longer way. And today, actually, um, yesterday, I actually issued a um, quote called "Soft skills are the real hard skills," and that's something that I truly truly believe in because smart people get fired too. So think about. Think of a, a very smart person in your workplace, you know, PhD, maybe from Ivy League or whatever, whatever. But then think about what do you think is their real ability to deliver work? And how do you enjoy working with them? Right? Do you um you know, do you do you find that you guys can actually achieve the similar objectives? Do you find that this person is somebody that you can rely on, somebody that you can trust? All these are not something that you can find in a certification or a course, right? These are skills that you have to gradually develop. Just because you want somebody else to be very efficient and effective, doesn't mean that you don't also have to. So leadership is self-management, right? If you don't, if you can't manage yourself, then you know, how can you manage somebody else? So if you want to start by leading yourself, then the first step, of course, is um, self-awareness. Self-awareness, who you are as a person, what is your default personality, what are your own preferences. The thing is that, do you know? Do you know that? Really ask yourself this question very deeply. So one of the things that I consistently got asked is how did I move up in my career so quickly? The real answer, the I mean, whatever strategy that is, right? The real answer is actually self-awareness. I am a person who is very clear on what I'm good at and what I'm bad at. I'm very, very clear on that. So the stuff that I'm good at, I need to keep leveling up. Right? Maybe I'm like, I don't know, level 30 right now. There's still so many more steps that I can improve. But the stuff that I'm not so good at, I need to level up to a baseline that is acceptable for the job that I'm looking for or for whatever promotion that I'm looking for. Because no, and, and this is something that I tell a lot of my students in my, my workshops, right? No one, no one personality is like the best personality. This concept is absolutely not true. So people have been telling me, oh, maybe think I'm an introvert. Do I need to turn into an extrovert, you know, to in advance in my career? The answer is no. The answer is no. You need to accept who you are, but you need to learn how to actually harness your strengths and reach that baseline. So there is a baseline for every job and every level where you are at. You know, be it senior executive, a manager, director, managing director, whatever that is. There is a baseline requirement to do a good job. So if you are very, you're a very ambitious person, your question you should ask yourself is that, do you have the right mindset? And do you actually have the right skill set to at least hit the baseline to be considered, okay, I am that person that is qualified. I have the tools, I have the skills. And then right now, I need to go and make sure that my boss knows this rather than just sitting around and then hoping that, oh yeah, how come my boss doesn't notice me? And like, maybe I need to change myself and all these other things. Um, conceptually sounds very simple. Conceptually, it really sounds very simple. Is the path of getting there sometimes is not, is not very clear cut. There are a lot of um, variables and obviously each and every uh, one of us is different, right? So it's not gonna be so easy to, um, to say, okay, this is the right answer. So it might be a right answer maybe for this person, but it may not be for you. And this is, I think, something that, um, so I'm on LinkedIn a lot. So as you guys know, I post a lot of content. Um, 
and I also get a lot of requests for advice. Mipin, can you give me a quick tip? Can you give me a quick tip? Quick tip here or a quick tip there? Well, um, sometimes I wonder whether the quick tip really helps. So for those of you guys who have joined my, my webinars in the past, or you know you have followed my content for some time, you would have known that I always advocate for this top 12 skills for career success, the top 12 skills. And this is something that I present in a lot of my webinars since the beginning of me being a career coach. And I remember specifically, there was one instance, there was a um, fairly young professional, I think he only worked for about two years. He came to me and he said, hey, Meiping, um, thanks for sharing this top 12 skills, right? But I just need to know like the top one or two skills. I don't want to know all 12. Just tell me the two, right? The two is the magic secret. Tell me the top two skills. And I told him that um, if you truly, truly want to build a solid foundation and you are a very ambitious person, then I'd say that it's all 12. Because personally, that's something that I have used to advance my career. However, if you, if you in your heart, you believe that you only want to figure out the two top skills, you can. The bigger, the bigger point is, if it's really so simple, right? If it's just only two skills, don't you feel that everybody could do it too? Don't you feel that every single person who is watching this right now deserves a promotion too? Why not? Why you? Why not your colleague? Why not somebody else? If it's really so simple, if it's really so simple. So this is not saying that, um, you know, it's, it's not saying that we, we are like discounting effort, right? Effort is definitely there. Um, however, I think the understanding that, you know, um, leveling up on skills is something that needs to be, um, it's over a period of time and learning can be focused, right? If you do a focused learning, then you can improve faster. If you're circling around with no direction, this is something I told my client yesterday. I said that um, if you start driving, don't you want to pin your location in your GPS first? Would you not pin your location on your GPS first? Or would you just start driving and then, oh yeah, we'll see why, where we go and stuff like that. So if you don't pin your location or your GPS and that is your career path, that's your career direction, that's that one skill that you want to improve or that those few skills that you want to improve, what makes you truly think that you can get there? Right? What makes you think that you can get there? If you're not really sure where you're going and you don't, you don't even know if you have what it takes. So a bit of a self-reflection, a self-assessment of kind of like who you are and in what areas that you potentially are lacking and you should improve yourself. Okay, so I'm seeing some questions. So let's take some questions um, because in this, in this live chat, we will be taking some, I'll be taking some of your burning questions. So let me have a look. Okay, so if you, um, if you learn, if you feel like you learned something from to, uh, from this this live chat, feel free to drop me a like or comment so that probably hopefully more people can also see this. All right, let me pull out some quick comments. Um, if you guys have any reflections, feel free to put in the chat box. Hopefully, you know, not just you are the one who is learning, but hopefully somebody else can also learn the same. So it's a good point. Smart people can get fired too because. Um, Nowadays on LinkedIn, I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, but there are tons and tons of people sharing their certificate certificates. I mean, have you guys noticed this? Like the whole, I've completed this course, congratulations to me. Da, 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 da. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Um, 
But I think don't forget the fact that, you know, technical skills, results, scores is just one component of the big picture. It's just one component. And for those of you guys who have been working for some time, you will also, you know, see instances where there could be certain people in your workplace that came in, you know, with very good qualification, this and that, but they end up not doing well, right? So what differentiates them is, I mean, I guess what caused that problem is then it's not their certification because they're highly qualified, isn't it? But it's just like the way that they deal with problems, the way that they deal with people may not be something that is seen as acceptable or it's not something that, you know, seen um, is seen as like maybe fit the culture or whatever. Okay, let's have a look at the next question. Would you uh, recommend some resources to understand personalities? Well, take a personality test. There are tons and tons on google.com, right? Um, but what I've noticed is that um, a lot of people take a personality test, but they don't know how to use that personality test to actually make changes in themselves, right? Actually, actually how to take that result to then translate to say, okay, I'm weak in this. Hence, this is how it has you know, translated in my job negatively or translated in my personal life negatively. And this is something that I mostly do with my one-on-one -on -one clients just because I have more time with them. Um, but in my in my how to manage and talk to your boss workshop, I'll go into more details around personalities and how they interact with one another, and also some examples on how problems could happen in the workplace based on personalities. So that's really only something that um, I could do in like a workshop or a one on one session because it's quite holistic, and I do take quite a lot of time to explain that. So it's probably not something that is a quick tip. Um, however, back to your question, if you just want resources, you can always just Google a personality test. But take the test and then ask yourself, how am I actually going to use this result? Not let the personality test tell you who you are. You should know who you are. The personality test just gives you an indicator of what are your preferences. And yeah, maybe just some of your preferences. It's still up to you to actually take the result and translate that. So if a job seeker, how does that translate in the way that you write your resume? How, um, how does that translate in the way that you interview? And if you're currently in a full-time job, how does all these skills translate into the way that um, you are dealing with people, the way that you're dealing with problems, the way that you're talking to your boss, right? Think about how actually it translates in your career. It's really more important than um, yeah, just taking a test for the sake of taking a test. So it's a very long answer, but I like, hope you guys get what I'm trying to say here. Okay, so let me have a look um, some of the earlier comments. Okay, let's have a look at a very interesting comment here um, on different departments at authority level, different communication styles, bottom up, top down, and so forth. Um, and there's a comment around gender as well. So to be honest, I don't quite... I don't quite buy the whole comment around, okay, certain genders communicate certain ways and stuff like that. It's absolutely not true. Um, it's really down to the individual's personality type. So I highly, I highly recommend you not stereotype by uh, genders because then, then you will immediately have a bias. If, even before you step into a meeting, even before you step into the department, you already have a bias to a certain person's, a certain person's style. And it is not always a good thing. Of course, different communication style differs depending on how senior you are at your workplace. The more senior you are, uh, the, if you're talking to more senior people, of course, there's like a different way of uh, tackling that. More junior person, potentially a different way. But I think, um, yeah, be very careful when you're stereotyping somebody by gender. It can be very dangerous. Okay, so hopefully 
hopefully that answers that. Let's take a few more questions and comments. Hey, Doug, good to see you here. All right, so we have to take personal responsibility to work on our relationships. That is absolutely true. So it's not about complaining that it's everybody's fault. Of course, it's everybody's fault. Right. So if it's always somebody else's fault, then like, where do you stand in this? Right. What is your responsibility then? Because we are all at the workplace to deliver our responsibilities, deliver our results. Right. So what can you do? And this is something I ask a lot of my clients. Uh, after all the complaining session, I'm like, OK, so what could you do? What could you have done differently? What could you do instead? And what would you be open to trying to, you know, to trying out? Because these questions are difficult questions. I mean, the question sounds very simple, but to come up with an answer, especially for a person who is so used to complaining, it's it's not an easy answer. So think about it. If you watch, if you happen to watch your replay, then pause and think about it. All right. Um, all right, let's have a look at some of the other comments as well. All right, so hey Ali, good to see you again. Okay, differences of opinion definitely will arise in a team or within a department. Uh, what are the key things to keep in mind related to conflict management and resolution? So it's back to the video that I shared on Wednesday, right? This is really down to um, expectation misalignment and different priorities. So before you demand something from somebody else, right? Think, always think about win-win relationships, right? You want something from the other person. Why should the other person help you? Do you understand what is the other person's like priority because if you don't understand that then that wouldn't that be kind of selfish to insist on what you want right so you may get what you want but it might be a short-term thing right so you may get that help one time but you will never get that help again because this person is just like okay well this person is not like focused on win-win so why should i help i don't know him or her and that's just based on like really practical things. So if you are a student, you may not fully resonate with what I'm saying right now, but you have been working for some time, you will 100%, whatever I'm saying right now will 100% make sense to you. Okay, so maybe let's take like, you know, two, three more questions. Okay. All right, let's look at this one, it's very interesting. What if we are so busy focused on the technical aspect of work, hitting the KPIs and missing out on communication and soft skill. All right, so this is interesting, right? So the, 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 the thing that's wrong in this question and is actually the, the secret is the word busy. Because if you, if the moment that you say that you're busy, meaning you have already prioritized, right? So if you're prioritizing the technical aspects, hitting KPIs, but the question to you is that how sure are you that that is the KPI that will then determine your performance, right? And if you're not communicate, communicating and soft skills, how do you think that will impact your performance? Because there's no point hitting the KPIs if, if like your boss doesn't like you, right? There's no point hitting the KPIs when you might be fired the moment you, you don't hit your KPIs. And this is the exact conversation I had with my client like just a few days ago. So think again, actually what makes a good performance? What is a good work performance? right and don't use the word busy because busy means you have already prioritized right we we have all prioritized something it's just like you know what is that thing okay so let's have a look at the final question um okay so let's have a let's have a look at i'll just pick something that's quite interesting if you feel that you have learned something from today's video um yeah drop a like or comment so that can reach more people hopefully 
And if you find this kind of format kind of interesting and fun, uh, this is something that I'll probably continue the other 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 Tuesdays. So uh, maybe drop me a comment so that I can have a look. Um, all right. So let's have a look at the final question, maybe from Afif. Okay, it's great to prepare for the corporate world during our studying period, but how would somebody without any work experience be prepared for that? So this is an understanding on soft skills. So if you go to my website, under work performance, you will find the top 12 skills for career success that I talked about. All 12, you can, you can develop when you're studying because it's all around communication. Yes, you may not be communicating with your boss, but you are communicating with your lecturer. You are communicating on projects, right? You are communicating with your fellow peers, right? Communication, listening skills, managing skills, self-organization, time management, creative thinking, all these other things can be developed. But if you, you think so narrowly and think that, oh, if only if I get a job, then I only can develop these skills, then it's, a, then it's actually a mindset and perspective issue. And this is the same, same, same comment I hear from a lot of new managers that I'm working with. Maybe nobody taught me how to become a manager. I'm like, yeah, I know. Nobody taught you to become a manager. But when you were a senior executive, right, when you were a supervisor or whatever, were you not in similar situations where you could also pick up some of these skills and not wait to be given a certain position, to be given a certain job, to then learn that? Because then you will 100% struggle. Because I have clients like that also where they... Um, they took on a, a much more senior position without actually having the skill set. And it's quite disastrous because aside from actually hitting their KPI, which is part of their work performance, they now have to upskill themselves because they have not reached an actual baseline in their performance. So it can be quite disastrous because instead of focusing on one thing, now you have two big things to focus on before your boss gets really, really mad at you. Okay, so uh, that's pretty much it. Um, half an hour of my little live chat answered quite a few questions as well. Um, yeah, share some reflections. What did you, any takeaways from, from today's session? I'd um, love to hear from, uh, hear from all of you. And thanks so much for joining. Um, really, really appreciate it. Um, it feels like the half an hour passed very, very quickly, but uh, hopefully you guys got very, very interesting insights. And you can always watch the replay. So this um, video will be on my LinkedIn. So um, if you want to get instant notification of uh, my LinkedIn post, you can always join my Telegram group. Um, but otherwise, uh, for more information, you can always visit my profile where I tend to share a lot more links on um, my posts and all these other, um, other things that you can feel free to check out on. So that's it. That's it. Half an hour. Thanks so much for joining my Ask Me Pink Careers live chat every Tuesday. So every Tuesday, I will pick some of my more popular LinkedIn posts. We're going to talk a little bit about that, um, share some insights take some questions from um, you guys and see if there's something that we can learn collectively as well. So as I said earlier, if you learned something from today's video, you can give it a thumbs up. You drop a comment and share with a friend. Um, yeah, once again, if you join late, hi, I'm Mei Ping, and I'm a professional career coach who helps professionals like you to grow your careers online and offline. So if you want to learn more about what I do, you can always check my LinkedIn profile where I'm the most active on LinkedIn. Send me a message or you can check out my website. So in terms of like up, there's some stuff upcoming as well. Tomorrow is my video Wednesday. So I will be sharing a video on the top five ways you can grow your career. So this is for those of you who feel a little bit stuck in your career. Um, wait for tomorrow's video. Tomorrow's video, I'll share a little bit more tips on that. 
in terms of workshops, I have two upcoming workshops. Thursday, 25th of March, my LinkedIn profile branding and job search, where I will teach you step-by-step -step on how to create a strong LinkedIn profile and how to use LinkedIn to actually find a job. Actually find a job, not writing content. Actually find a job. Then on 1st of um, April is my how to manage and talk to your boss soft skills workshop. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more about personality and like managing workload as I shared a little bit earlier. So again, thanks for joining today and I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Don't forget, yeah, don't forget to bring a friend next Tuesday. So uh, yeah, I wish you guys an amazing week ahead and I will see you next time. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode. For more awesome content like this, remember to like and subscribe. Also, head on over to my website, meiping.com, that's M-E-I-P-H-I-N-G.com, and subscribe to my weekly newsletter for more career growth and personal development tips. You can find the links in the description box below. Once again, you're listening to Got a Ping, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!